This is Planet Money from NPR. Jacob, do you remember, I was like a few months ago. Go on. Where I, where I came over to your desk and I had this pet peeve about statistics. Yes. My issue is with this thing that people talk about, the average American. And like, yeah, there's something sort of silly about the average American because it's a, like a melting pot who is average really. But but my my quibble is more pedantic than that because I think people don't mean average American. I think what they actually mean is who is the person, if I walk outside into America, who is the person I'm most likely to run into? Yes, the person who there's more of that person than any other person. That ain't the average. It's not the it's median. It's also not the median. Smart guy. It is the mode. Mode is the most underrated of, what What are those things called? Like statistics. Mode, median, average. Statistics. No. There's statistics. There's a better word for each of those things, but I don't know what it is. All right. Well, the uh, mode is, I think, the most underrated. Uh, definitely. Mode, if you have forgotten your intro level stats class, is the most common thing in a data set. So if you have like a bag of M&Ms, whichever color there is the most of, that's your modal M&M. And when people talk about the average American, what they actually mean is like modal American. And I've never actually seen anybody run that statistic. And just to be sure, I called the U.S. Census Bureau and they were- Blow the lid off of this. Yeah. And they were like, I don't think anyone is doing that. Okay. I looked all over the place and I, I could not find anyone who had truly run this statistic. And it boggles my mind that in this day and age, there is any stat that isn't just like available at our fingertips. So my next call. Yes, hello. Hey, it's uh, Kenny Malone. Was to Ben Castleman. Love. You know Ben Castleman. Yes, we worked together at the Wall Street Journal a long time ago. Covers economics for the New York Times now. Knows R, the like statistics programming language. He really gets it. He makes animated GIFs of jobs numbers. Yeah. So I called Ben and Ben was like. I've actually thought a lot about this. (laughs) (laughs) I told you I love Ben. Uh, Which perhaps makes me a a non-modal American. (laughs) Uh, Perhaps. Ben said this came up just the other day for him. He saw this like tweet going around. It was like how the typical American, like where their income comes from and what they spend it on. Yeah. But it was like they had, I don't know, $60,000 in labor income and $10,000 in Social Security income. I'm like, well, okay, now hold on a second. And he was like, no, they don't. That's not a person. There is no American. Well, there's maybe some, some. American, but that's like a weird, freakish American. It's that just, is not typical. Yes, you were probably working or you're collecting Social Security and almost certainly not both. It's basically if you took all the Americans and put them in a blender, that's what you would get. But that's not any. It doesn't make any sense. And so his point was like, yes, no, average is nonsense. You're going to end up with these nonsense blender people that you you may not even find in the real world. If you actually want to figure out what human beings exist outside your door, you need to run the mode. Like, there's some person where there are more people who look like that person than look like any other type of person. Yeah, that if if I went out and just knocked on doors, eventually I would run into this very person. Yeah, who's that person? And so I was like, Ben, do you think think maybe you could help me find the modal American? Yeah, I think this could be really fun. And it is actually something I have thought about but have never... Had a reason to do it? Had a reason to do it. That's right. Here's your invitation to the ball, Cinderella. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Planet Money. I'm Kenny Malone. And I'm Jacob Goldstein. Ben Castleman and I set out to try and find the modal American, and I am telling Jacob about it for the very first time today. He has no idea. Today I am ready to be genuinely surprised. We have a cavalcade of guests, and today, Jacob, prepare yourself for a very nerdy show about trying to use a relatively simple statistic to answer a really complicated question. 
great. There's been so much secrecy. I know you don't know anything. I don't know anything. This message comes from NPR sponsor Wix.com. With Wix, you can create a professional website for your business. Choose a template designed for your industry and customize it to match your brand. With Ascend by Wix, you can easily connect with your site visitors, capture leads, and manage all of your customer relations from one place. Get started now and get the all-in-one business solution. Go to Wix.com. That's W-I-X.com slash money to get 10% off. Greg. Yeah. What do you do around here again? I write a newsletter. Where can people get that sweet, sweet content? NPR.org slash Planet Money Newsletter. That's where they can sign up. That's where they can sign up, yeah. Do it! Ben? Hey! Um, you want to come over to my desk? We'll show you where the data magic happens. Okay. Um, First thing we did here is I met with Ben. We made an appointment to meet at the New York Times where Ben works. He's like, I have not stopped thinking about this since we had our phone call. Love that guy. I like that there's code up on your screen. Did you do that intentionally? No, well, I mean, like... I feel like this is a flex. (laughs) It's funny when you look at code. It's like, it's just code. Yeah, it's just code. Like a normal person, like, it's the Matrix. Like, no, you can learn this. Well, let me maybe show you just a couple of things just as I was starting to noodle around. Yeah. And he just starts, like, ripping away on the keyboard. (laughs) And up pops this graph. So this is the actual age distribution of the country. It's shaped like roughly like the McDonald's arch. Uh, Arches. Two. Yes. Okay. Arches. Thank you. And you can see super clearly there's this bump of the boomers. Gen X is this sort of small generation. The valley in between. The valley in between. Yeah. So you've got this one really big generation, the boomers. You've got this really small generation, Gen X. And then you've got this other big generation, this other hump. Millennials. The millennials. Yeah. Did you know that there's another name for millennials? No. Before they were widely called the millennials, they were called often by demographers the echo boomers. Oh, that's a good, that's better. Which I like better. That's nice. They're just the baby boomers kids. It's better, right? It's not loaded. Yes, it hasn't become loaded. It would have been loaded if that's Uh, what all the dumb stories used. Fair. Yeah, right? Yeah. Ben's point with this distribution was like, he's like, here's another way the traditional statistics fail us. Because if you ask Ah, this distribution, what's the median age of the country right now? The median age. This is the the age at which there are the same number of people younger as older. The answer is like the middle valley. It's Gen X. Gen X. Actually, I I am the median American in terms of age. It's 38. 38 years old. But of course, if you look on that screen, that is in fact one of the least common ages in the country. Uh, Right. So there aren't. So the typical American is not 38 years old. No. If we want the, the typical, we want the modal age is just the age that the most people actually are. So it's literally just like which bar on this chart is the highest. Um, and it turns out that 26 is in fact the modal age. Really? Yes, 26. So uh, there's no boomer age that is more common than 26. Right. Close, but not, not So more the common. typical American is 26 years old. Yes. If you look only at age, yes. only at age. Yes. Yes. But our mission was to find the modal American based on like a bunch of traits, not just age. So sure. I mean, I would think some some about income or wealth. Okay. So do we have our list? I think we have our list. We figured that this would be some combination of things that like are, are really about who is this modal person within the American economy. Sure. You want to read it back? All right. 
age, uh, income, occupation some, in some form, yeah. education. And we're going to get this information from something the U.S. Census Bureau collects Geography. called the American Community Survey. Okay. Geography, metro status, something, something. Yeah. Uh, marital status. Yes. Okay, that's a lot. This, this is like tricky. It's not obvious to me how yeah. this is going to work. This is why you bring in Ben Castle. Okay, I love that guy. All right. How do you feel about it? I think we can do this. Let's do it. High five? Yeah. We miss a high five once. Nerd power. But then Ben's like, okay, this is going to take a while. And now we have to wait for an answer. All right. So that meeting, that was about four months ago. And Jacob. Yes. Please welcome into the studio. No. Ben Castleman. Oh, with the laptop open. With the spreadsheet up. Forgive me, not a spreadsheet. I, like please. You would be using like a I would be using a spreadsheet. Good. Put on your headphones. So you guys first. So, so you guys first emailed about this in April. Yes. We're all busy, but it is August now. <laughs> I have done literally nothing else. My bosses are not pleased. <laughs> what were some of the things that made it hard? So I think we had this idea that that we could identify a super specific person. Okay. Right. It, it was going to be a, a 23-year-old uh, hairdresser in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. The trouble with that is we pretty quickly realized the more finely we slice this, the fewer people there are in each one of these buckets. And, uh-huh. and if, if there are only 50 people in our final group, that's just not a very typical experience. It doesn't mean that much. Yes. Yeah. We figured like there should be, I don't know, like a couple million modal Americans so that this was a pretty common experience. And so we had to like rethink how specific we could be with each of our categories. Okay. For college, for example, we decided to keep it simple. You either have a bachelor's degree or you don't have a bachelor's degree. Uh-huh. So everybody in America is in one of two educational chunks. That's right. Okay. And and we had to do this for all of our categories. Like instead of a specific city, everybody is either urban, suburban, or rural. Instead of a specific age, uh, it's generation. So, so you basically know, you want to, in, in each one, you want to take everybody in America and put them into like a few big chunks. That's right. You're a generation X urban white male. I am. It's true. You went to college. I did. You're married. You work full time. This this is the level of detail that we had to go with so that so that our modal American would be a big enough group of people. Okay. here is the other big thing you need to know. It is not that hard to find like the mode for each of these categories. Right. Just like we did with age. Yeah. And and it's it's like interesting to know. So uh, the modal gender. And there are only two choices here based on the form we're pulling from. Okay. Uh, the modal gender is female in this country. Okay. I think th- I would have guessed that one. I think I knew there are more women than men. The modal race is white. Okay. The modal household income is uh, about thirty to $75,000. Call that like middle income. Okay. Sure. Very reasonable. And so and so those are uh, many different modal Americans based the, on The modals one, American. The modals American based on one trait each. Yeah. One trait only. Yeah, yeah. But if you want to find the modal American based on all of these traits combined, you cannot just take like each of those answers and stack them on top of each other. You can't just say female, white, suburban, middle income. Like, so Okay. So I thought it was you take the most common of each of the things, but you're saying it's yeah, not it's, that. It's a particularly tricky idea. But if you do that, it will not necessarily work. I can give a real example if we want one. Try it. All right. The most common single age is 26 years old. Okay. The most common single marital status yes. is married. Okay. Except most 26-year-olds are not married. There are a lot of 26-year-olds, so they're typical. And there are a lot of married people, they're typical. 
But married 26-year-olds are not typical. You're probably not going to bump into a married 26-year-old on the street, or at least you're less likely to bump into that person than a lot of other people. Than, a, than an unmarried 26-year-old. Exactly. Okay. That's actually, that's a weird problem. Yeah, it, it just means that we have to do something a lot more complicated. Our methodology here is that we have to take all of these eight variables. Like household income and generation and are you working or not? Education all of level. Yeah, yes, okay. all of those things. Yeah. And we basically need to make uh, a, like a bucket for every single combination of those variables. Aha. So we're going to have one bucket. That is uh, a woman living in the country who is a baby boomer and is a person of color, who is married, who has a college degree, who is in a high income household. And that is one bucket. Uh -huh. And every person in America who fits all of those criteria will go in that bucket. Yes. And then and then right next to it is a bucket with all of the exact same attributes, but not married in this one. Uh-huh. And it's every single combination. Uh-huh. You this just keep turning the dial and turning the dial and turning the dial. We're going to end up having over 3,000 buckets that we have to sort the country into. Uh-huh. And the modal American is in the one of those 3,000 buckets that has the most people in it. That is correct. Okay. Okay, I get it. Okay. So... Keeping all of that in mind, Ben is here with his laptop because we are done. We've we've done it. Okay. I have an answer. Tell me. Not only are we going to tell you, we are not going to tell you. We have... <laughs> not only are we going to not, not, not tell you. We have another special guest. What? The modal American. What? Is on the phone. No. Modal American, do you want to go ahead and just say hi to Jacob? Oi, Jacob. <laughs> Wait, is this the modal American? This is or? it. Uh, modal American, we're just going to ask you three questions here. Hi, modal American. This is this is Ben. Uh, all right. Are you married? No, not <laughs> married. Do you have a four-year college degree? No college degree. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what was the last job you did? I cleaned my room. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, have you figured out who our modal American is? I have a guess. Is wanna, it really? Do you want to guess? How are you, sweetheart? Yes, that is hi, me. Hi, honey. Okay, here's my normal voice. Here's Julia. Oh. Hi, Dada. Oh, hi, honey. Are you also the modal American? Yeah. <laughs> the modal American, based on our criteria, is in fact a child. Okay. Two child. Two, Two childs. Two childs, technically. From the Generation Z, as they're called. Really? Yeah, I mean, so all of these categories that we chose are sort of predicated on being an adult. Right. And so all of the kids end up bucketed into one big category. Right. Because all the, because they all answer the same. I've never been married. I don't have a job. Right. We split all the adults I'm up in a bunch of ways. seven years old. I haven't been to college. <laughs> Sue me. We split all the adults up into these little categories. The kids all end up in one. Right. It's an artifact. It's just like, right. It's a silly answer, but Essentially, what you really want is to get rid of kids and just say, okay, who's the modal adult? Yes. That's exactly right. Who, who is this, Julia or Olivia? This is Olivia, the younger one, so uh, it might be a little hard to understand. No, you sound great. Um, I hope you're not offended, but we're going to throw you two out of our analysis and, oh. and all of the kids because it's not really the answer we were after. That's okay. You uh, sure? Yeah. You took that very well, sweetie. Yeah. Thanks, honey. Thanks. Bye. Bye. That was a fake out. Okay. This is a charming fake out. But we have a real answer for you. Okay. After the break. Ah. Uh-huh. Support for this podcast comes from the John S. and James L. Knight Foundation, helping NPR advance journalistic excellence in the digital age. 
It might be hard to pin down what makes a friendship really work. I feel like we're like the Michael Jordan of friendships. Like you can't ask Jordan, <laughs> you can't ask Jordan how he does what he does. He's a freak of nature. But clearly, some people know how to do it. Check out Life Kit's new guide from NPR on navigating the highs and lows of friendship, or subscribe to Life Kit All Guides for all of our episodes, all in one place. And we're back. Are you excited? We have an answer for you. You told me that once before. I know. It was a fake out. Fooled but it me was, once. It was your kids. What are you complaining fair, about? Fair. And it was the real answer. It just, we had to, there's okay. a caveat. No, that's fair. Okay. Well, is there going to be a caveat this time? Zero caveats. Is there a person? Yes. But do you want to know second place first? I mean, I, I sure. Dramatic structure. Okay. So there's the <laughs> second most common American. The modal American first runner up. There are about there are about two million people just under two million people who fit all of the characteristics who are in this second place bucket. Okay. The second most common American is she's a woman. She's a baby boomer. Okay. She does not work, at least not full time. Okay. Baby boomers are retiring. Could be retired or could be partially retired. Uh, she is in a household that that earns in that thirty to seventy five thousand bucket. Middle class. Right. People tend to earn less in, in okay. retirement. So okay. that's not bad in a retirement era. Okay. Did not complete a bachelor's degree. It, yeah, it's it's striking. It's still like a minority of Americans in general, right, have graduated from college. Yeah, only about a third of Americans have graduated from college. Yeah. Uh she is married, okay. is white, lives in the suburbs. That is pretty that that is unsurprising. And, and in fact, I think if if you'd asked us beforehand, we might well have thought that would be ah, our modal American. Yes. Right? That the most common sex in this country is female. The most common age group is is baby boomer. So but Jacob, remember the point from before about the, the married twenty-six-year-olds? Yeah. So the most common characteristics don't always intersect to equal uh-huh. the most common actual person out in the street. Yeah, right. Which brings us, Jacob. To our modal American. Okay. We have run the numbers, and not only have we have we found the modal American. Not hard to find, I guess. By, by definition. definition. Yeah, yeah, well, well played, sir. And Jacob, we are going to reveal the details of the modal American to you with a pre-recorded phone call. Okay. What you are hearing right now yeah. is from a few weeks ago, our producer Liza called up our modal American and recorded this conversation. Would you mind just introducing yourself? Uh, sure. My name is Dan Samaday. Oh, um, dudes! No, I don't know. I Hello. would not have guessed men. Um, I live in Swampscott, Massachusetts, and I've worked in car dealerships since 1992. Okay, well, turns out that people with your exact qualities mm-hmm. are the most common type of American. Really? Yeah, really. Does that surprise you? I guess. I uh, Like, if I stop and think about it, it shouldn't. But I guess it kind of does. Like I guess. So just a small note about our modal American here. There are about two million of them, which is a lot, or or not that many, depending on how you want to think about it, right? Because there are three hundred and twenty plus million Americans. So this is less than one percent of the population. We have some questions to ask you. Okay. So hit me. So our first question is. And and Jacob, I think this question Liza asks him is going to give away his age. What's your favorite Fleetwood Mac song? It is that kind of question. Um, okay. Do you own a plaid shirt? Oh, sure. <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> it's Gen X. It's Gen X. And then, uh, like, in the late 90s, I think I switched over to being, like, a structure guy. You don't remember that, do you? No. What? What is that? It was, like, a clothing store for guys in their early 20s that 
wanted to like, I don't know, look like they were on Friends, I guess. <laughs> Structure is super Gen X. It's actually more Gen X than Gen X. Too, Dan. Yeah, yeah. Okay, talk soon. Bye. But yeah, a Gen X dude. I, I truly would not have guessed that. Yeah. I would have guessed Echo Boomer or Boomer. We were surprised too, right? Gen X is this small generation. Yes. But when you stop and think about it, it actually makes some sense. Boomers and Echo Boomers are much larger generations than Gen X. Yeah. But, but Gen Xers are in this weirdly homogenous moment right now when most of them are in the prime of their working years, whereas the Boomers and the Echo Boomers are split. Okay. Right? The Boomers are... are some of them are working, some of them are retired, some of them are partly retired. Uh-huh. And, and the same on the, the echo boomers, right? Some of them are fully into the workforce, but some of them are still in college or they're working their way in. Yeah. And, and so they're split. Yeah, and Jacob, it's like worth noting also, we were surprised that it was a man and not a woman because yes. as we talked about earlier, there are more women in this country than men. But it's a split experience situation again. Men are still more likely to be working full time where women are more likely to have a, a mix of different experiences. Some of them are working full time. Some are working part time. Some are staying home. So the work, not work really drives this result. Work is a really big divider here. Uh, by the way, what is the age range of uh, Gen X? It's uh, 39 to 54. So it's, okay, so it's, it's, it's your it's, late you could do late... 30s into your early 50s. And, yeah. And Jacob, let us give you like the rest of the attributes of our modal American here. Okay. Yeah. So our modal American uh, lives in the suburbs. Okay. Uh, did not complete a bachelor's degree, is, is white, is married, is working full time and, and earns sort of an upper middle class income. The household income is between seventy five and one hundred and sixty five thousand dollars a year. So it is. I mean, it is. I definitely would not have guessed that the combination of uh, no college degree and upper middle class. Like, I don't I don't. That's surprising to me. Yeah, so I think it is surprising at first glance. But if, if you think about it, this is a household income. Oh, and they're married, I guess. So there's going to be a lot of two-earner households. And and you could imagine each each person making $40,000 a year and then qualifying for this category. Uh-huh. Um, and also their middle age, which I guess is like peak earning, right? Yeah, and, and let me just note one other thing, which is that our modal American is white. Yeah. And we know that white Americans, for all sorts of reasons, uh, historical and ongoing racism, educational opportunities, for lots of reasons, white Americans tend to earn more and they have better job opportunities even if they don't have a college degree. Anything? What was surprising to you? Any of this surprising in the outcome? So in the same way that your kids ended up being the modal experience, we kind of expected that retirees would be that modal experience, okay. all sort of looking the same on some level, even if they'd had different careers leading up to it. Uh-huh. Uh, but that was not the case. Okay. So Jacob. Yeah. You heard our pre-recorded phone conversation with Modal Dan. Yes. But we thought it might be nice to give you the chance to talk to our Modal American yourself live right now. Okay. And if everything went correctly, we should have Dan on the line. Dan, are you there? Hello. Modal American. Hello, that's me. Oh! There he is. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm good. Tell me about tell me about you. I don't know anything about you. Yes, you do. Ah, well played. <laughs> so obviously, we couldn't talk to all two million uh, of our modal Americans, right? But we would like to ask you some very specific questions about you as a modal American. Okay. Let's start with we know we know you're Gen X, but how old are you, Dan? I'm uh, I'm 47. You said you work at a car dealership. What, yeah. what kind of car do you drive? Well, I'm a middle-aged white guy listening to NPR. I drive a Volvo wagon. Woo! <laughs> yeah. What kind of shoes? It's a, it's a standard Puma. 
It's a very middle-aged dad shoe. Yeah. Jacob's wearing very similar shoes right now. You're married, I know. You have you have kids? We have one. He's 20. Oh, 20. Uh, goes, wow. Yeah, he goes to the University of Massachusetts, Lowell, studying to become an electrical engineer. Does it feel like he's got to go do that in order to have the same kind of lifestyle that, that you've been able to have? That's the impression I get for sure. Um, my wife and I both grew up in rural New Hampshire. It, times were a lot tighter for us than they are now. And um, I don't do poorly, but fortunately, uh, my wife is a nurse at Mass General Hospital. So she is like the primary breadwinner. And uh, we have been able to travel quite a bit and show him things and kind of experiences that my wife and I never experienced when we were younger. And I don't want it to take him 25 years to get back to, like, traveling if he wants to. Thank you very much. All right. Have a modal day. (laughs) Don't even know what that would mean. (laughs) I'm doing it, dude. I'm doing it. Take care. Bye. So here's the thing. This is our modal American at a very particular point in time. Yeah. Uh, It's a point in time when white Gen X men are having an unusually homogenous experience. And and we know that's going to change. Yes. We know that if we sit down here in in 20 years or or 40 years, our modal American is going to look different. It's certainly not going to be Gen X. We know the country is becoming more diverse. We know it's becoming more educated. We can't predict exactly what the, the modal American will look like in the future, but, but we know that it will be different in some, some pretty fundamental ways. Less likely to be white, more likely to be college educated. Absolutely. You know, one thing that I've thought a lot about, it's great we found a way to do this. But like to what end? What Are you saying I wasted the last five no, no. months? No, no. But may- maybe a little? But like to what end? Like we, we did all this work and discovered there's like a lot of white male Gen Xers. Not the most surprising answer. So I, I do – I think this is more about the exercise than about the answer. But I, I think it is useful to think in terms of real people. Because when we hear these amalgamated averages, right, the two and a half kids and the, the mix of different kinds of income, right, that don't, don't represent any real people, then we're left with this sort of weird idea of a, of a person that doesn't exist. And when we think about it this way, we get some idea of what are the common experiences in this country and, and also what are the less common ones. That's true. That's true. And I suppose in that spirit of, of actually meeting real people who actually have these characteristics uh, – Jacob, we do have one more surprise for you. I can't. There have been so many. We don't have to do it. Do it. I want one more surprise. All right. Thanks to some amazing work by our producers, Darian and Liza. I would like to introduce you to Mark. Married for 12 years, together for 20. Jeff. A real estate agent and also have a yard care business. Bruce. I live in the suburbs of Fort Worth, Texas. Alan. Alan Garland. Sean. Sean. Ron. Ronnie. And... Chad. Oh, God, I own too many plaid shirts. My wife would tell you I own too many plaid shirts. Seven more of our modal Americans. I'm just a pretty average guy. I'm just an average guy. I, I just blend in the background. Don't don't get caught up in whether you're the average or above average. Just, just do the best you can. Is there anything about you that would totally surprise people? Um, I mean, my wife's here with me. Well, she might be able to say... He's not as hardcore as he likes to think he is. <laughs> <laughs> that is a that is a very middle-aged trait. What's that? Hardcore? Being, being not as hardcore as you think <laughs> other people think you are. We didn't have a, a variable for that in our data set. <laughs>
Today's episode was produced by Liza Yeager and Darian Woods with help from Alexi Horowitz-Ghazi and Rachel Cohn. Our supervising producer is Alex Goldmark. Brian Erstadt edits our show. And a special thanks this week to Emily Lang, Cynthia Betubiza, and Lena Sunsgiri. And if you are at all interested in the methodology we used for this episode, we're going to post it at our website, uh, npr.org slash planetmoney. Planet Money is a production of NPR. I'm Jacob Goldstein. I'm Kenny Malone. Thanks for listening.